Being good at what you do makes you feel better about what you do. And then when imposter syndrome rears his ugly head, you're like, "Uh uh-uh, listen, I'm good at this. Check my receipts. Check my receipts, self. So confidence comes with confidence. So if you're not feeling confident in what you're doing, then it's really time for you to look at where do you maybe need to feel, I'm gonna say get better, but also like what tools do you need? What skills do you need? What do you need to develop in your craft to feel better and more confident about what you're doing? Welcome to the Juicy CEO Podcast. Listen, it's time to give you some hard truths, so sit up and pay attention. If you don't know how to stand out online today, you have already lost. In order to create credibility, influence, and real staying power, you have to build a personal brand with some juice. So join me, personal brand strategist, coach, and breast cancer survivor, Monique Bryan, each Wednesday morning as I teach you all the tips and tricks I use to build my six-figure brand while in remission. It's time for you to get to that juicy CEO status by learning from some badass women in business who've been where you are, showing you that juicy CEOs are made, not born. So sit back, relax, and let's get ready to get into the juice. What's going on? What's going on? Yes. Welcome, everybody. Happy Monday. Or if you're listening on the Juicy CEO podcast, happy Wednesday, because the new episode drops every Wednesday. Today, we are talking about squashing imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome, it tries to rob us of our joy. Am I right? So today, I'm going to be giving you five ways you can squash that imposter syndrome so you can go back to living your best life. Okay. Okay. Good. Welcome, Teresa, Andrea, Stephanie. Hello, all of my lovelies. How are you doing on this beautiful, beautiful day? Beautiful day. I can't tell you how often this subject comes up. It's like, come on, imposter syndrome. Don't you have something better to do? than to get all up in my face all the time when I'm trying something new. How many of you guys are feeling this? Like, I know it seems like as you continue to get better and you start doing new stuff in your business, in your life, you're like, shouldn't shouldn't imposter syndrome just like kick rocks forever? But that's not actually how this goes down. Today, guys, we are talking about imposter syndrome and I'm going to give you five tips that I know work to put imposter syndrome at the back of the bus. So here's the thing I do want you to get though. Imposter syndrome may not be going anywhere. It gets easier to deal with. You bounce back from it faster. But I find that as you grow and expand and you go into new circles, you meet new people, you try new things, imposter syndrome will rear its ugly head from time to time. And it's okay. It is not a testament to how good you are or who you are, all of these things. It's just the facts of the game. Know the rules of the game so you can play the game better. That's what I like to say, right? So knowing it means you don't have to take it on as a personal failure for yourself. Like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling like an imposter again. I thought I was over this. I suck. You don't need to take that on if you know that this is just our brain's way of trying to keep us safe right? They don't understand. Brains were not designed for all of this glorious amazingness that we build today, right? It was designed to keep us safe. That's what our brains are for, to keep us safe, not to, you know, like push us into our dreams and our magical moments. (laughs) 
that is not what it was there for. But as you step out into the spotlight more and more with your business, and when I say spotlight, I mean as you come out here, which you were doing, right? Like as you put yourself more on video, on social media, as you tell more people about what you do, imposter syndrome, fear, all those things, those things you have going on in your head are going to interrupt and try and steal your shine. And it is up to us to make sure that our minds are right We have some tools in our arsenal. So when that does show up, we know exactly what we can do. So today I'm going to give you five ways to do that. And hopefully you guys, you know, get your pens out and actually do some of these things. Because here's what I find. People, I love to give action-oriented tools. If you're here every week, you know Monique is giving you the juice. Sometimes I go on my rants. Fair enough. It's my show. I can rant. However... I don't like to just talk without giving action. But if you don't take the action, it's just you listening to me talk. And you can listen to me talk if you like, but that's not going to push you forward to your dreams, sis. So take some notes and do the work, okay? So first, like I was saying, when does this tend to show up? And if you guys can put in the chat if there's any other times you think this shows up. So when you're trying something new, when you're in that state of growth, if you're newer in the lane that you're trying to own and you don't consider yourself an expert yet. And I I don't want to say people don't see you as an expert. I'm going to say you don't see you as an expert because a lot of the times you're really great at what you do. You're just not acknowledging it, right? And that's that's fine. You're an overachiever like myself, so it happens. And maybe it shows up when you go to a family dinner or one of those family members on your Facebook says something jankity dank dank that you don't want to hear like, Oh, do you still have that little business? That kind of, that kind of shit pissed me off. You know what I'm saying? I'm very lucky that I don't have that because I block those people. <laughs> those people would be blocked. They're like, boop, boop, block. Oh, I don't know what happened, uncle. I don't know. Block those people. Okay. And they're robbing you of your joy. They're robbing you of your joy. So it could be a family member who always triggers you or maybe It's something that is so deep-rooted that you may need some therapy for it. You may need some therapy. Hey, Shawnee, welcome. Shawnee, did you ever get to do your photo shoot? Let me know. We're doing photo shoots again. (laughs) Anyways, side note. Yes, if you want a brand photo shoot, we're actually going to take four people for possibly November. (laughs) So if you want in on that, send me a DM. It's going to be real, like, we got to get these applications in really quick and make it happen because the year is almost over. Can you believe it? Oh, my God. Okay, side note. So everyone has suffers from this imposter syndrome thing if anyone here never suffers from it let me know let me know because i want to know your secret so we did an episode on imposter syndrome well it wasn't specifically on imposter syndrome it was on mindset with the lovely and beautiful mckinney smith out of toronto and this was episode 16 and she said something that was a great reminder that she had heard somewhere as well that i always say now and remind myself of and that is We are not born with confidence. Confidence comes with competence. So being good at what you do makes you feel better about what you do. And then when imposter syndrome rears his ugly head, you're like, "Uh uh-uh, listen, I'm good at this. Check my receipts. Check my receipts, self. Right? So confidence comes with confidence. So if you're not feeling confident in what you're doing, then it's really time for you to look at where do you maybe need to feel I'm going to say get better, but also like what tools do you need? What skills do you need? What do you need to develop in your craft to feel better and more confident about what you're doing? So here are five ways that you can squash it when it shows up. So first things first, and they're not in any specific order. 
first thing you want to do is I love, I tell all of my clients to do this at the beginning of us working together. What do they do? They write their juicy claim to fame. What is your juicy claim to fame? So this is a list that you can look at to remind yourself of how blinking awesome you are, right? Like what all of the things you have done, we tend to forget. We tend to forget all the amazing accomplishments we've done, no matter how small, how big, we just don't celebrate. We just do the thing. We barely take the acknowledgement and then we move on to the next thing and we forget. So the first thing I want you to do is write down your juicy claim. What's your juicy claim to fame? So think about your credentials. Think about certifications, anything you went to school for, any training you did, anybody you've helped, anything anyone's ever praised you for, any difficult situation you got yourself out of. Like maybe you need to negotiate, you needed to negotiate a higher salary. Maybe you needed to leave a job that was really toxic for you. Maybe you needed to just confront somebody that you were really afraid to have that difficult conversation and you did that. Like, Hey, Whitney. Yes. Whitney's like, yes. Love that. Juicy claim to fame. Exactly. You need to have that to look at. Have it to look at because we forget very easily. Some of you moms out there forget how difficult it is to keep a child alive. <laughs> I am not a mom, but I was spending, I had a brunch this weekend with a friend and her, she has a daughter, a beautiful daughter, five years old. She came to brunch. She was so excited to have brunch with the girls. And I was like, you know how difficult it is to like keep this human alive and well and happy and like excited about like just keep a child being a child, like keep them a child and protected and happy and thriving, thriving, right? So she, Nova is such an adorable little girl. But if I think about all the things she was doing, it was freaking hilarious. We were all laughing about it. She was picking up different leaves on the ground and thinking they were like, she was calling them herbs and she was giving me parsley and she was putting them in her mouth. And we were like, no, 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 don't eat that. And then there were just so many different things she was doing that I was just like, oh my gosh, like it's so important our children are our future. <laughs> I feel like I need to break out into song. But if you are looking at what have you accomplished, if you are a mom, can you just give yourself like nine, ten pats on the back? Because that's a huge, huge accomplishment. Keep this person alive. Keep this baby. You brought them into the world and you kept them alive. So write your juicy claim to fame. That's step one. Step two is you want to make a list of stories for yourself of people you admire who have overcome the odds. So make a list of stories for yourself of people who you admire who have overcome the odds. Because these people, and they have to be inspiring to you, right? Like these are the people who you can look to and be like, she did it. We're no, like, they're no better than you. They're no different than you. Yeah, maybe their situation was, who knows? I don't want to get into like the whole things. Well, they had privilege or they had this. Yes, yes, yes. But I don't want to get into that. I want to talk about people who inspire you. If that's what you're worried about, that's not the person who inspires you. I want you to think about the stories of their life, what they have overcome and where they are today. And I want you to go and revisit those stories, revisit those people, right? So some of the people that I turn to are one, Oprah's story really inspires me. If you don't know Oprah's story, like we see Oprah today and she could co-sign anything and we would buy it. But Y'all don't know, some of you guys don't know where Oprah began, right? Like, the if you look at her life, the odds of her being Oprah today are, like, next to, like, 1% impossible. Like, next to 1% impossible. So I love to look at Oprah and her story, and I'm like, Oprah came up, man. Look at Oprah came up. Then I look at Tina Turner. I love Tina Turner. I don't love her story because her story was, like, she, you know, like, the, the, all these stories are not great stories, but... 
The who she was, her spirit, her determination, her fight, her grit. Oh my gosh, I just watched the, I watched the remake documentary of Tina Turner just like a few weeks ago and I've seen it a few times, you know, and for her to come out of that situation with Ike Turner and reinvent herself at like 50 years old. Like come on, guys. That's huge. I was like I did there's stuff every time I watch it, I find out new things about Tina Turner. And I'm just like I just love it. The story is so much. Anyways, I was just about to go on to a rant about Tina Turner. But my point is, she reinvented herself when the whole world was like, you old, though. And ain't nobody want to hear no black woman singing rock without the person who made you Ike on no stage. And she, like, is an icon, right? So think about the people who inspire you and where they've come from. Then study them. What did they do? Not what did they say, what did they do? Look at the actions of people who inspire you, not just what they say. Because you want to study their habits, not their words. You know, and this is something I had heard Gary Vaynerchuk say years ago. He was like, don't just listen to what I say, watch what I do. Then go do that, right? Because sometimes we get in the ten- we get in the tendency of just like we're hearing people say a bunch of stuff and there's so much information out there. We're like, oh, I should do this. People are saying you should do that. But don't just watch even here. Don't just watch. Don't just hear what I say. Watch what I do. Because if those people are truly inspiring to you, then you want to watch their actions, study their habits. So you're going to study these people, what they do, not what they say. And the third thing you're going to do, and we'll do a recap at the end, is what I love to tell you guys to do is tap into your squad, please. We don't just talk about having squads for the sake of having squads, okay? Phone a friend. Phone <laughs> phone a friend. Charmaine is saying, dropping some bombs and some gems today. Yes. Thanks, Charmaine. Yeah. Phone a friend. Has someone who you consider your confidant. Maybe it's even you don't have a friend and you need it and you have a coach, right? So some of my clients need this often where they're just like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know who I am. Everybody hates me. La la la. Who can you phone to love up on you and tell you how amazing you are? And I actually have a friend where I sometimes I'm like, I just need you to tell me that I can do this and that I'm great and I make a difference. And that's what she does. And she's like, Monique, remember when you did this? Monique, remember when you did that? Monique, remember you did that? That's it. I was like, you know what? You're right. And that'll bounce me back because we get so wrapped up sometimes in the thing we're doing at the time. We've got these blinders on that we forget to look around and remember what it took for us to get here, right? So phone a friend. Stephanie is saying Glennon Doyle is a person. Yes, Glennon Doyle. I have that book, Untamed. Great story. She has amazing stories. Reinvention, finding herself, all that stuff. Super inspiring. Then Roxanne is saying, I inspire myself, my story. Woo! So proud where I am. I love that, Roxanne. Actually, that's a very good point because that brings us to number, oh, that's number five, but I'll just say number five now. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say number five yet. It's in order. It's, I, I put it there for a reason. Throwing me off, Roxanne. No. Okay. So number four which will, Roxanne will revisit. Number four is compare your accomplishments from this year to the last year. Because sometimes we think, we always think if you're a high achiever, you are always like, I'm not where I should be, right? There's this impatience to getting to the promised land. When in actuality, we all know there is no promised land. There is no top of the mountain because when you get there, you're going to invent something else or do something else or build something else, right? So, We know this, but we still are impatient to get to our thing. So often we think we should be so much further ahead than we are 
and we fail, we miss all the juice that we've created. So I had a client who was really down on herself and she was like, I don't, and her goal was to double her revenue every year. Now, to some people that may seem ambitious, but really this was very, this could be very likely for her and a lot of people do it. So she had this goal of doubling her revenue every year and we were getting to the end of the year and it hadn't happened yet. And she was so down on herself that I was like, you know, doubling your revenue every year is a great goal to have because we all want to stretch ourselves. Like I believe in having really big goals. So even if you don't get the really big goal, you get closer to the big goal than if you had a really small goal and you actually get the small goal. Like, yay to the small goal. But we want to surpass our, our small goals and try and get to the big goal, right? Get to the big goal. So I said to her, why don't we look at what you have done this year versus what you haven't done. And she took inventory of, she's already, she had increased her sales by 30%. She had hired two new full-time team members in her business. She had sold out her high ticket program and she was selling one of her highest ticketed programs to date. This all happened in less than a year, right? So sometimes we forget, just look at what you've done. If you're in action and you're doing things, guaranteed you're further along than you were last year or you were six months ago or you were even hopefully even three months ago. And if not, then we need to look at what it is that you're doing. <laughs> we need to look at your business, to be honest, right? But you should always be moving forward, even if it's little by little, even if it's just a little bit you should still be moving forward, right? We should not be standing still, but we don't need to be go from zero to 100, right? We can go from zero to one, zero to three, zero to five, right? So compare your accomplishments from last year. And number five is remind yourself of who you are. And that's why I was saying, Roxanne, it's so perfect that you said your story and where how far you've come has inspired you because we forget who we are, like who we are. Like, we the shit right here, right? And if you don't believe that, then there's definitely some mindset work that needs to happen. And you want to get a coach. You want to get into a program that can help you with that, right? Because I was listening to this podcast, Rachel Rogers podcast, and she was interviewing Jennifer Kemp. This is episode 38. And I really want to advise you guys to go listen to it as well. Because Jennifer Kemp, inspiring, inspiring story. She, has, she was a multi-eight-figure business owner. But back in 2008... She lost everything, 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 all of her monies, all of her businesses, everything. And she fell into a deep depression and she was losing weight. She like got down to almost a hundred pounds, I think she said. And she was just like a shadow of herself. And then she was sitting on her stoop or something and her 10-year-old daughter, she was a mom, came up to her, tapped her on her shoulder and was like, mom, you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out because you're Jennifer Kim." And I, when I was listening to this, I was, I started crying in the car because I can relate to that so much. It's like she had built all of these things before and she forgot her, how awesome she was, right? And it took this 10 year old to have seen her mom do all of these things. And then when she was down, when she was out, she was like, mom, you'll figure it out. You're you. Right. And I was like, Oh, it just like my soul, my soul and all of the things just lit up. And it was also, I heard it at a moment when I needed to hear it too. It was like, Mo, you'll figure it out. You're Mo. Come on. You eat this for breakfast. You eat straight for breakfast. Right. So it got me really hyped. So that's number five. Remember who you are. Remember who you damn well are. 
Remember what you've done. We remember how far you've come. Remember all of the things you need to be proud of. Remember the last time someone said they were proud of you. What did they say? What were they talking about? Because here's the thing. Everyone has been where you are at some point in time. Everyone started from the beginning or in many cases, in present company included, they had to start over again and again. They had to reinvent themselves again and again. And I know that's a tough thing to do, but you've got your own gifts, your own unique story that only you can tell. Only you can share what you're meant to share with the world. It doesn't matter how many people put the exact same label on themselves that you have on yourselves. Your story, what makes you truly unique is your own unique experiences. So imagine if you do not share any of this, it's lost forever. Nobody gets that juice. Nobody gets all of that great amazingness that you were meant to put out there. And that would be super sad. And I don't want that for you. I don't want that for any of us. So it's your job to learn to put yourself out here, to continue to increase your bounce back rate, to speak and come out here with your authentic voice, to align, to make sure your values are known so you draw in the people who also share your values so you can help them with what you have and maybe they can help inspire you and push you forward. It's your job to own your lane and build that credibility out here online so you become the go-to so then you can start building a business of your dreams and a life of your dreams and do all the amazing things that you love. Okay, guys, that's it. That's all. I really hope you take this off into your day. And if anything pops up for you, come back and watch this episode and get those five juicy tips. All right, guys, go have an amazing week. That's it. That's all. This episode was super juicy, am I right? If you ever want to experience the Dirty 30 Live in real time, follow me over on Instagram at MoniqueBrian underscore co, that's Brian with a Y, and set your alarm to every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and come get your questions answered live over on the show. And if you want to experience the juice 24-7, Make sure you join my free Facebook community, The Juicy Brand Squad, where you get exclusive tools, trainings, and access to a community of other badass entrepreneurs raising their juicy CEO status. Until next time, my lovelies, keep building that brand over a business.